A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I don't even know what to do, so I just bought a pack of, like, four chicken breasts, which apparently... It's a really good idea, but I didn't know. So then when they came out, I just fucking slapped them on the table. I was like, right, do something with that, because I don't know what I'm doing, what's going on. That is exactly how he was like, look, I did it. I, I... I was like, it's fucked. I've, I've, I've fucked the meat. All I've done is just bought some chicken. Uh, do something. You fucked the meat? There was a little hole in the packet. I like, fucked the meat. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I got the sweet... He's like, breast is breast, isn't it? Fucking me. I just got horny. I saw the word breast, so I just got horny. <laughs> <laughs> titwang's titwang get it it's just, just friction it's just it's like, mayonnaise mate it's one of like five words he knows how to spell like breasts ass tits <laughs> minge <laughs> Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, and everything outside and in between to the greatest podcast on earth, Goats. I hope you're all buckled in tightly for tonight's episode. But before I get to that, I'd like to ask my two co-hosts, Michael and Sebek, how they're doing. I'm doing all right, mate. Yeah, not bad. Michael's girlfriend wife spontaneously booked a holiday today, which is very exciting. Where's this to? We're going to fucking Butlins. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we're going to Butlands, baby. Yeah, boy. On my birthday, birthday Butlands, baby. Hell yeah, Butlands birthday. I love Butlands, man. Did my family take you with us, Michael, to Butlands nah. that one time? Oh, okay, it was just nah. me and my brother then. That was fun. It was the only childhood holiday I remember spending in a caravan. No, there was the other time in Cornwall. To be fair. And all the times we spent times in caravans together in North Devon and like every time I've ever been on holiday with you. Was always a caravan? Yeah. God, am I working class? Yes. Yes, Vinny. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's what Mugabe did to you. That's the whole point. I have no! been on in so many caravans with you. I'd say I've been in more holidays in caravans than I've been outside of caravans. Oh, easy. Like, without a doubt. In fact, I think it's probably 90%. Oh no, mine probably goes tents, trailer tents, caravans. What's a trailer tent? Yeah. <laughs> you know what a trailer tent is? Nope. No. We got a trailer tent, I think it was either from eBay or a car boot sale. And you wheel it along, obviously, you tow it along, and then you like unfold this. It's like, you know, pretty small and compact. You unfold like an entire city with like proper beds, fucking bunk beds. It's like in Harry Potter where they put up that tiny little tent and everyone goes in and it's like a fucking World Cup stadium. It's ridiculous. I thought they were quite expensive then. 
Yeah, I think they are, but I think if you get them from, like, the boot sale, they're right. <laughs> nice. Also, shout out Exeter Boot Sale, RIP, where the boot sale used to be, is now a bus station. I know, fuckers, mate. I miss the booty. I hope the Power Ranger man, if you're out there somewhere, mate, I hope you're doing all right, because you, you are a legend. I literally live for the booty. Love it. Sabak loves the booty. This just in. Fucking shocker. Vinny, how have you been anyways? Yeah, I feel I had a lot better than I did on the last episode. Oh god, yeah, you were rough, man. I fully recovered. You've risen from the dead and Seb's no longer in a car. We are making progress. <laughs> Look at us go, baby. Seb's now in a home, finally. <laughs> I've got a roof over my head. Thanks, patrons. <laughs> Also, exciting news, we've actually made our first bit of income through Acast, and as an exciting little video for you guys, when um, when Vinny and Michael come up to London, we're going to spend our entire first paycheck in one day. Yeah, boy. So get ready for that. It's going to be a big video. Big spending spree. Dalla dalla bill, y'all. Get hyped for that. Going to go down the strippy for a lappy. I'm thinking I might just spunk my share at the casino, you know? Nice, yeah, I think you should. I could buy a watch, but... Put it all on black, mate. Yeah, you know, might do. (laughs) Uh, Should we get into tonight's episode then? Yeah, let's go, baby. Well, as you can see by the title, dear listener, on tonight's episode, we're going to be looking at the hardest men about. That's right. We're doing a sequel to our popular porn star episode, this time concentrating on the men and just the men, as we look to crown the horniest and hardest men we can think of. Oh my god. Vinny, fucking hell. Fucking hell. That is incredible, man. Wait, he's got the horniest man. Do you know what? Genuinely me, and I'm going first. My guy is so horned up. <laughs> like, that's not a joke. When when you realise well, who my guy is, you're going to be like, oh my God, my guy is a hard man and a hard man. Uh-oh. Oh, should we also tell them about the new rule? Oh, yeah. So we've introduced uh, an experimental rule this week where I have a stopwatch open on my computer and I'll start it as soon as whoever starts talking starts talking. And they have 15 minutes and 15 minutes only to present their case to me, the host. And I will be pausing it if any like questions are had or general tangents, because obviously that wouldn't be good if it was just 15 minutes. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how this works out. Hopefully we don't go over time. Once it gets to 15, it's over, over. That's a hard cut. Why have we done this? Is this because of my Sauron chats? It's because of Sauron chat. And also, I genuinely, and I do mean this, I'm still haunted by football. <laughs> the length yeah. of that episode still, like, it drains me to think of it. I genuinely, for listeners at home, that was a three-hour record. It was insane. Yeah, and the thing is about football as well was, like, you didn't even say anything. It was just me and Vinny. And no, you... I, just, I just sat there and took it. <laughs> yeah. And you only had a couple of days to edit it as well. It was like factual bukkake. I just sat there and just took it on the face for fucking three hours. I was glazed in fact. I just, it was horrible. But anyway, um, I was like a donut. Um, Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to crack on, I think. So Vinny, are you ready? 
I'm ready to start the clock. Go. Okay, so I'm going to start off by just uh, acknowledging a spelling mistake I've done in my notes here. I meant to say needless to say, but I actually wrote needles to say. Good start. So needles to say, when we said hard man, my brain went to the same places it always does. There's about five options it literally always goes to, which is Jesus, <laughs> Junior, my ex-boxing coach, <laughs> Junior's yeah. wife, Daphne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is a hard man. Hitler. And my dad. That's like literally. <laughs> it's like those three, those five options. I was like, it's going to be one of those. That's like one of those dinner party questions, isn't it? Who would you have at a dinner party? <laughs> and that's literally again. I would be those options. Yeah. Those people get me through life. But no, I didn't pick any of those. I did almost pick Ross Kemp just for that clip of him screaming at. I think it's an African warlord, or it could be a South American warlord. Just going, you're going to fucking kill me? You're going to shoot me in the head? Mm. It's insane. I don't know if you watched that video, but I have. honestly, he has no right to be that terrifyingly mental and like hard. Mm. He's just a guy off EastEnders and he's holding an African warlord's shotgun to his head, screaming, are you going to fucking kill me then? No, you're not, you mm. fucking pussy and all this shit. And they genuinely do back down and like, fucking hell, this white guy's insane. Mm. But I didn't pick him. I picked someone from a country known for being hard. Or at least they used to be. At the moment, they're acting like a fucking bunch of stroppy, tyrannical pussies. And that'll probably give you a bit of a clue who I'm talking about. Of course, I'm talking about Russia. And who is the hardest Russian of all time? Gregory Yamovich Yefemovich Yefimovich Rasputin Mm. Rasputin is he like isn't he a magician yeah I was gonna say isn't he a wizard or something no he's not a fucking wizard (laughs) (laughs) isn't he a wizard (laughs) I I was thinking the same thing as you bearing in mind wizards aren't real so I don't know (laughs) why that would be where your head went but Rather than go through the whole explanation of how Rasputin got to where he was, because it's quite convoluted, there's actually already a very short version of his life history that's been made. And I'm just going to just read that really quickly. It was made by the band Boney M for the song Ra Ra Rasputin. (laughs) Uh, I think I've heard that song. (laughs) So I'm just going to read it. So... There lived a certain man in Russia long ago He was big, he was strong, in his eyes a flaming glow Most people looked at him with terror and with fear But to Moscow chicks he was such a lovely dear He could preach the Bible like a preacher Full of ecstasy and fire he was also the kind of teacher women would desire. Hey, hey! And then it um and then it just does that same verse again. Then it goes, Ra Ra Rasputin, lover of the Russian Queen. There was a cat that really was gone. Ra Ra Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. It was a shame how he carried on. What's this about a cat dying? No, what? No. Did I hear you? <laughs> did I hear no cats died. <laughs> you did. I heard cat dying. No yeah. cats died. I need to get through this. This is the historical bit, so you need to listen to this bit. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He ruled the Russian land And never mind the Tsar But the Kazakh he does Really wunderbar In all affairs of state He was the man to please But he was real great When he had a girl to squeeze For the queen he w- For the queen he was no wheeler dealer Though she'd heard the things he'd done She believed he was a holy healer who could heal her son? Important. Then it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Important. <laughs> uh, this is a bit. There was a cat that really was gone. That's in the chorus. That's where you heard the cat. Yeah. And then it says, but when his drinking and his lusting and his hunger for power became known to more and more people the demands to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder i think i've done that bit off off tempo yeah Um, probably (laughs) if only i'd had ringo here um rest in peace ringo this man's just got to go declared his enemies but the ladies begged don't you try to do it please no doubt rasputin had lots of hidden charms though he was brutal they just fell into his arms one night some men of higher standing set a trap they're not to blame come visit us they kept demanding and he really came oh yeah <laughs> rara rasputin lover of rara rasputin lover of the russian green they put some poison into his wine. Ra Ra Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. He drank it all and said, I feel fine. <laughs> Ra Ra Rasputin, lover of the Russian green. They didn't quit, they wanted his head. Ra Ra Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. And so they shot him until he was dead. And then it ends. Oh, those Russians. So. Right. <laughs> that was, what the fuck was that, man? What was, <laughs> was Why was Wunderbar? That's German. I don't know. It's just in the song. He could he could do the Cossack really Wunderbar. <laughs> Fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> did, did that give you an idea of who Rasputin is? I mean, I already know who Rasputin is, so... Well, Michael thinks he's a wizard, so I'm just going <laughs> to cover my bases. From that, I have a fucking... I literally am so lost. I don't know what you're about. So did he kill a cat? No, he didn't kill a cat. He was the <laughs> yeah. cat. Anyway, uh, he's Grigori a cat. Rasputin, for fuck's sake. He is sake. a wizard. He turned himself no, into a cat. No, like, like how back in the day, jazz guys would be like, hey, here's a cool cat. Like, you're not actually a cat. So Grigori Rasputin was born on the 21st of January, 1869. And I put in brackets, nice. Nice. Until the age of 28, he lived a pretty normal peasant's life. But then he had a religious epiphany and started walking around as like a self-styled prophet slash healer. And by the early 1900s, he's worked his way up into Russian high society, both with his characteristic religious charisma and, more importantly, his sexual prowess. Allegedly, he was an absolute sex machine. Like, he literally just fucked his way through high society. And (laughs) there's photographs of him just surrounded by women. And he does look like a grimy wizard. Like, he's not a good-looking guy. But allegedly, he smelt like a goat. He didn't even wash. Smelt like a goat? 
smell like a goat, yeah. So he's got that going for him. No. That's, yeah, like uh, the Satan one, you know, how he's half I know, goat. you've got to respect anyone who's got a goat link. Anyway, he found his way to the very top when he befriended Tsar Nicholas II, the last Tsar of Russia, aka the king, and his wife, Alexandra. Now, his wife, as you will have heard in the Boney M song, thought that Rasputin could cure their son, Alexei, who was a haemophiliac, which is when your blood doesn't clot. And if you get any kind of cut, you just like bleed out all of your blood. Mm. It's really fucking dangerous. And obviously back then there was no like real medicine as we know it now. They didn't have like coagulants or anything like that. Like it was fucking over, over. And he was this like healer. He said he could do all this shit. He even called himself Christ in miniature. So that's like where he's positioning himself. Right. Bigger than Jesus Christ, like uh, the Beatles. Exactly. And the iller that their son Alexei got, the more Alexandra put her faith in Rasputin. Now, there's a lot of rumours, as you will have heard from that song about him being the lover of the Russian queen. Mm. There's a lot of rumours about them banging. There's actually not any proof that that happened, but he was incredibly sexually promiscuous. And there's a lot of talk of him being like, oh, if you need to get rid of this illness you've got, suck my dick kind of thing like he would like sex would come up a lot in his like cures and beliefs and stuff anyhow he started to get a lot of political influence because both alexandra and czar nicholas the second really believed in him and sort of he became their like advisor he was like they would go to him in the same way that people used to go to like the pope or something like that like they would go to rasputin and be like advise us on this thing so he effectively became like the de facto ruler without being elected or without being a part of the royal family he became their complete and one and only advisor a lot of people were like don't like that then world war one kicked off and everything went to shit for russia mm-hmm. and people were looking at the royals like what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. like why are you putting all your faith in this like peasant who claims he's jesus and keeps fucking everyone like <laughs> what what is going on <laughs> so a group of geezers led by Prince Felix Yusupov, Duke Dmitry Pavlovich, and opposition leader Vladimir Purushkevich, I think that's it, decided to try and bin him off, like to kill him. Because hmm. um, they were like, he's got to go. He's got to go, blood. What's his He's got to go, blood. It's time to go! AFTV. <laughs> 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 AFTV memes rule the world. They do, they do. He's done it again. Anyway, um, so now peasant woman had already tried to stab him previously for saying he was Jesus. And he shook that off like a fucking champ. So they were like, we've got our work cut out if we want to kill Rasputin. So they're like, right, always works. Let's poison him. You can't dodge poison, mate. Mm. You dodge a bullet, can't dodge poison. That is the way to assassinate someone. Yeah, like, if you definitely want to kill someone, just poison them. Hmm. But he doesn't die from poison, but he doesn't dodge a bullet. So, what are you saying? Just because you've heard the Boney M song doesn't mean you know everything. Well, that was that was your <laughs> point, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I just, I just, like, now feeling... Now feeling Killed the cat anyway. and all the other shit. I was feeling musical. This is, this is where I'm showing you how hard as fuck he is, right? Right, right? So he's a hard man anyway. He's, like, this fucking peasant man, walks around. He's, like, notoriously gruff and hard and to the point fucking people fighting people he's a hard man but they're like let's kill this hard man let's try poison him 
So they invite him over for a party where they fed him some tea and cake laced with enough cyanide to kill three men, right? Mm-hmm. He just ate it and carried on. He's like, oh, this is lush. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Thanks, boys. What do you want to chat about? Who have you put in your fantasy league? What's going on? <laughs> and, and he's literally, they're like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, all about like, put more poison in, put more poison in. So they give him a, <laughs> a bottle of wine filled with l- so much cyanide because it's alcohol, so it disguises the taste. Mm. He drinks the entire bottle, nothing. He's like, lads on tour. This is great, boys. Bit fucking musty, this wine. And then in the end, fucking Yusuperov, or Yusopov, uh, Yusopov, fucking whatever his name is, is like, <laughs> fuck this. Shoots him in the chest with a revolver. Bang. He collapses. That night. That night. It, as they're having the party, they're like, for fuck's sake. He's like, he's dancing around with a wine, like, who wants some more? Hey! And they're like, for fuck's sake. So they just shoot him in the chest. He collapses. They're like, quids in, boys. It's fine. They start clearing stuff up, getting rid of the evidence. One of them takes Rasputin's clothes, puts them on, leaves in his clothes to be so that the guards are like, oh yeah, Rasputin definitely left last night. Don't know where he's gone. So when mm. he doesn't turn up in the morning, the evidence doesn't point to them, right? Smart. There's like two of them left in the house. They're like working out what to do with Rasputin's body. The rest have gone, right? Rasputin, the fucker just jumps back up and starts <laughs> fighting them. I'm back, bitches! He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's just bollock naked, angry. He's fucking wrestling them, smashing them. He manages to take them both out, not kill them, but like incapacitate them. He runs down the street in his like underwear. They shoot him again in the head, right? <laughs> as he's running away and beat him up with a dumbbell, <laughs> right? And then they pick him up. They think he's dead. They pick him up to put him up in the river. And as he starts falling, his eyes open and he starts <laughs> splashing around in the river swimming, right? No, and no, so no. in the end, he eventually did die, but he just got really cold of hypothermia. No. So the thing that finally killed him was the river. Wow. How fucking hard is that? <laughs> That's insane. What a crock of bullshit. What do you mean? <laughs> they shot him. He jumped back up. They he hit did. Him, they hit him with a dumbbell. Yeah. <laughs> dumbbell. Yeah, where did they get the dumbbell from? Wait, it's like 1930. They got a gym. They were at Yusupov's house. So he just got a dumbbell from the oh, gym downstairs. From his home gym or something. And he yeah. starts like clarting him with it. <laughs> Nothing, mate. He's hard <laughs> as fuck. They shot him in the head. And he was swimming. This is just what these guys say. This is just like, this is how the Bible got written. One guy does something mental and no, everyone no, just no, blows no, no, it all no. out of proportion. But They're what? like, yeah, but... swear down. We shot him in the head and he just went, and his eyes opened. It was the cold that killed him. As bollocks. <laughs> they want him to seem less powerful, not more powerful. If they were to lie about his assassination, they would have lied in their favour. Whereas this makes them look like absolute just idiots. Exactly. I don't believe it. There was a coroner's report on it. Mm. That had some interest, in fact. Mm. First and foremost, when they coronered his body, when they cut him open, no poison inside. Mm. So he literally metabolised no, all the poison. No, he didn't. They just didn't poison him, you idiot. <laughs> no, 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 what well, either way, what a legend. Um, <laughs> doesn't fucking... He's metabolising poison. And he did definitely get shot in the chest. And he definitely did then get shot in the head. So he definitely survived the bullet to the chest. 
hundred percent. That right. is a guarantee. Like he definitely got shot in the chest, got back up, started fighting, runs out, gets shot in the head. Yeah. The bit about him swimming when he hits the water, they don't know. No, of course they don't. <laughs> no, he did have bruising on his body, which would suggest that he was moving in the water, but that could just be from him bumping into shit. Hmm. Or them beating him with a fucking dumbbell. No, 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 because the the bruises were wet. The bruises were wet. What the fuck does that mean? I've heard it all. <laughs> he, do you know what he's doing? He is literally, he's got his pe- he's got his push bike in reverse. He's pedaling backwards so fucking hard. It's unbelievable because he realised no. he's dropped a Gandalf as the greatest magician by pulling out no, a no, Rasputin no, on no, this episode. No no, <laughs> no, 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 no. The wet thing, that was a joke. But they said that the bruises could conceivably have happened in the water. Right. No, they did say that. You're saying remember <laughs> they did say that. But that's that's the end of my lecture. That Rasputin, he fucking poisoned, shot, dumbbelled, right? And he's still fucking swimming. You try that on, like, Michael Phelps. <laughs> I don't even think he'd survive the poisoning or the dumbbelling, <laughs> let alone being shot twice. Mm. The man's fucking bulletproof. Mm. If he was Ross Kemp... He actually would have been shot and he'd be fine. And also, how long do I have, Vinny? Uh, minus seven seconds. The epitome of any hard man is the fact that there's rumours about how fucking hard they are. I rest my case. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not hosting this episode. Vinny is. I don't know about you, Vinny, but I'm not sold. <laughs> Fuck off. What, do, you, do you not believe him? No, I do believe him. I just think that this guy, what's he actually done? He's not been hard his whole life. He's just... He was hard his whole life. He didn't get poisoned, did he? Because they didn't find any poison in him. Well, he did. He, me- he metabolised it. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He metabolised it. All he's ever done is get kicked the shit off. <laughs> yeah, and survive. <laughs> he didn't survive. He's dead. Well, he got shot twice and survived. <laughs> How many times have you been shot, you little pussy? <laughs> Who's yours going to be then? If it's fucking uh, Gandalf. Don't, wait, don't. Kick him. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, no, I know who it's going to be. It could be Gandalf, because Gandalf did come back from fighting the Balrog. Oh, no, it's going to be, what's his name? The human. The human. Oh, v- Vigo Mortensen, who does he play? Aragorn. He's going to be Aragorn, isn't it? So, okay, I'm, I'm just going to have my thoughts on <laughs> Rasputin before we uh, get ahead of ourselves. Um, Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm way more convinced than Michael is. Trust me. Oh. Okay, good, good, good. I've seen documentaries on Rasputin. I, I know of his whimsical escapades in half of Russia's female population. Yeah. As well as the fact that he weirdly just didn't die for a while during his assassination attempts. I do know all of that, and yeah, it, that man is absolutely fucking bonkers. Have you seen the size of his pickled penis? His penis was pickled. Just Google Rasputin penis. Oh my god. That's like a fucking elephant trunk. Well, I can see why the ladies liked him. Yeah, shit. Fair. So your pick is Rasputin because he has a massive cock. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 that was just an aside. That was just an aside. But I did say he was a hard man. That is a very interesting pick. I really, really, really would not have expected... Rasputin of all people I think that was a good pick he definitely was bonkers and at, towards the end especially a hard man and you know in the bedroom also 
a very hard man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that noise you make, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Dirtiest laugh. <laughs> yeah. Dirty old man. <laughs> Sorry, can I just butt in and say, have you ever heard it when men go like, do those legs go all the way up? And it's like, where, where, what do you think they end at the knees? I, I don't know what that means. Are we just young whippersnappers? We don't get it. Like, they go all the way up to her neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I love a neck. <laughs> One and a half meter legs. Let's fucking go. <laughs> That's what I'm just like, Can you imagine as well, like, someone with, like, disproportionately long legs and they're just, it just goes, like, leg, tit, head. <laughs> Is that what these it. men want? They just bolt it on. <laughs> So, as the two of us, me and Sebek, are big football fans, and Michael has a sort of passing interest in football, he, he watches it on occasion with the, with the boys and some beers. I decided to combine today's episode, Hard Men, and football together, and we're going to talk about the Premier League's hardest men. Oh, yes. Nice. This is a good one. This is a great That's a great section. one. I thought we were going to do a whole, like, we'll just do the whole script of Green Street. <laughs> <laughs> So I've compiled a list of some of the Premier League's hardest men. And with that, I have the stats with how many red cards they accumulated in the Premier League alone. I'm pretty sure that excludes the the League Cup and the FA Cup and obviously European competitions. So how we're going to do this is I'm going to start with Vinnie Jones, right? And I want... So, Sebek, you went first um, today, so I'm going to say, Michael, you go first. So, Vinnie Jones versus Joey Barton. Who had more red cards in their Premier League career, just Premier League alone? So, Vinnie Jones was probably harder and probably did much more, like, horrible tackles. But he was in a bit of an older period of the Premier League where you got away with things a bit more. This is just what my thinking is, right? So he might get less because of that. He might get away with more because he could just like horror tackle someone and they'll be like, fucking great challenge, lad. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, got stuck <laughs> you in. know what I mean? Everyone would applaud so his leg yeah, is yeah, like yeah. half off. Whereas like Joey, he was in the Premier League in like, you know, mid-2000s, like 2010. So you, you could get away with a lot less back then. That was when like the game's gone soft, you know, was like kicking about. But then again, Joey wasn't in the Premier League for that long, I don't believe. Oh, this is such a tough one. I'm going to go with Joey Barton just based on, on that. Joey Barton he having probably, the, yeah, the most. More, more than Vinnie Jones. Is it, it's, Who's got more, is it? Yeah, who's got more? Yeah, I, I would say Joey Barton. It's mad to me that Joey Barton played Champions League football. Yeah, have you seen his fake French accent he did with like when he signed for Marseille? Oh my god, that was yeah. so funny. Oh, he also god. played for Marseille as well. <laughs> yeah. They're quite a good team. It's really weird. And his brother's in prison for like murdering someone at a bus stop with an ice pick. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> stub- he, he stubbed a cigarette out on a like a little boy's eye as well. Apparently, once. <laughs> yeah, he's a nutter. So <laughs> he's I'm, I'm going cunt. with bastard Joey. Joey Barton. I can confirm. Joey Barton has one less red card than Ooh, Vinnie Jones. That is a awful question. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you how many red cards these guys have accumulated because okay. it might help you. So I'm just going to say that Joey Barton had one less red card than Vinnie Jones. Okay. Well, I'm surprised. Sebek, the next one. You're also going to be comparing it to Joey Barton. This is how it goes. To take the lead, Joey Barton versus Roy Keane. Oh. Who had more red cards? I'm going to say 
here's my thought process. Roy was mental, mm. but he was also very club orientated, and I don't think I reckon he got a lot of yellows and a lot of like probably should have been reds. But I think he's so club orientated that I think he didn't probably lose his head as much as people think. He actually was very yeah. focused on like to the team game because he knew what would happen. Like if he got a red, you mean like he gets sent off, he'd miss a game. He didn't want to like let the side down. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Obviously, there is that really famous horror tackle on Alfie Harland. Mm-hmm. But other than that, which actually didn't break his leg, by the way. No, his he already had that knee injury. It did fuck his career, though, 100%. Yeah, he never played a full 90 after that, yeah. Yeah, it still fucked his career. Uh, yeah, I mean, fuck him. <laughs> anyway, I would say I reckon Roy's probably got less reds. Oh, Do you want to change your answer? <laughs> Sorry, Roy just played in the Prem for ages, though, and Joey really didn't. I don't think Roy played as much as you're thinking. He didn't play like as many as Skulls or anything. No, but he only ever played in the Prem. His whole career. Didn't he fall out with Ferguson and then move somewhere else? No, he retired. He just oh, okay. fell out and retired. He didn't carry and plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to stick to my original logic. I'm saying Joey. So you're saying Joey Barton has more red cards in the Premier League than Roy Keane? Yeah. I can confirm that Roy Keane has won more red card than Joey Barton. Oh, you are so close (laughs) with these, Vinny, you little bastard. (laughs) He's done it again. He's done it again. He's done it again. That is a fucking little bastard. Okay, Michael, to get Mm. points on the board, you're Mm. comparing Roy Keane Mm. to Patrick Vieira, Mm. who are kind of rivals... They are rivals, but I think this is a quite straightforward one. I think that Patrick Vieira, he's got a reputation for being like a hard man, but he wasn't actually like flying into horror tackles every like five seconds like Roy. He wasn't like a hothead. Like he just was a fantastically graceful football player who just like transformed the Premier League forever. Legendary shooter Patrick Vieira, yeah. And he wasn't in the Premier League for very long. Like I don't think he's got a temper. Obviously, the big thing with him and Roy is like really famous, and it's funny that you put these two next to each other. But mm-hmm. I, th- I think Roy's got more red cards than Patrick Vieira. I think that's quite a straightforward one. I can confirm that Patrick Vieira has one more red cards. Oh, for fuck's sake, than Roy Keane. That, that's, that's crazy. Stunner. This might be because I'm an Arsenal fan, and obviously, therefore, a Tim Foyle hat conspiracy theorist. But I reckon it's because he played for Arsenal, and he was foreign. That's what I reckon. Mm. I'd agree with you, Sebek. Yeah. To get points on the board, mm. please somebody get points on the board. <laughs> Patrick Vieira versus Nemanja Vidic, who had more red cards. Oh, my head says Vieira, but that's partly because Vidic I was in when I had like quite a break from football. I didn't really give a shit about football for quite a long time. Like I, my dad was a big football fan, so I grew up knowing about like when Vieira was about. Mm. And then the sort of Vidic era, I really wasn't that bothered. And then I kind of came back in the last like four or five years. So when Neymar came in. Pretty much. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck you all. I, I've got a Neymar shirt when he was fucking number 11 at Brazil, so suck my dick. <laughs> the point is, I would say, to my knowledge, although Vidic was a big guy and he was very dominant as a centre-back, I don't know if he was really known again for being massively hot-headed. 
when I think of Vidic, I don't really think of someone who's going to crunch people or who take a tactical red. I'm going to say Vieira. I can confirm that Nemanja Vidic has two fewer red cards than Patrick Vieira. There we go. It's 1-0 to Seb. 1-0 to Seb. The trouble is the margins are so small that all of my intense, like, thinking about it is just bollocks. Like, it's one (laughs) either way. So my, like, logic is completely... It's just one, It doesn't make any difference. (laughs) Yeah. So, Michael, you have Nemanja Vidic in comparison to the one and only Granit Xhaka. Oh, that's tough because Xhaka's had tons recently. But he also has a rep for getting reds. Well, I know he's had the most red cards and Arsenal have had the most red cards since, like, Arteta took over and stuff. I know he's had, yeah, I know he had, like, one last season, one the season before. He's had that one against Manchester City last season. Yeah, he got definitely sent off the last season, so that's two. But how many did Vidic have? That's the thing. He had two fewer than Vieira. Vieira could have only had, like, four. And Roy Keane could have only ever had, like, one. Or whatever it is. So Vidic has only ever had one. So fucking Granite Jack has got three. Um, this is really... Oh, Vinny, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a bastard. <laughs> I'm going to say... So who is it, Vidic or... Granite Jacker? I'm going to say Vidic has more because I feel like if Xhaka had beaten someone like Vidic for red cards recently and his last red card was fairly recent, it's recent enough where I would have seen a post on Twitter or Reddit saying, look at this, like, most red cards, whatever, and it would be like Xhaka, like, third on the list and everyone would be like, oh, Xhaka's a dickhead, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to say Vidic for that reason. And again, I'm probably going to be wrong. You're going to say he's got one more or whatever. So you're saying Vidic has more red cards than Xhaka? I'm going to say so. Yeah, I'm going to say so. I can confirm. His little grin, I know I'm wrong. (laughs) You little bastard. He's done it again. He's done it again. That Granite Xhaka (laughs) has two fewer red cards than Nemanja Yes! So yeah, one apiece. One all. Now, Sebek has a little tap-in to make it 2-1 in the 98th minute. So we're comparing Granite Xhaka with... The one and only Martin Skirtle. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Skirtle could be in this for artist man. <laughs> Go artist man. Okay, here's my logic. I don't have any because I didn't watch this era of football, really. Shall I give you a clue about Martin Skirtle? Yeah. I am almost certain, just, I don't know any stats about this, but just from the eye test and memory. I think he scored over a hundred own goals for Liverpool. <laughs> 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 Every yeah, week, it's fucking own goal. Skirt on what? <laughs> that doesn't help you, but it's interesting. <laughs> now look, I know he played for Liverpool in a time. Here's my thoughts: He played for Liverpool in a time when I met you said the other week Liverpool would basically win by scoring six and letting in five. Yeah. Now that makes me think. He can't have been scything that many people down, or the numbers would be lower, wouldn't they? But on the other hand, penalties. Mm. But penalties only equal red cards. Now they're like one a week, wouldn't it? It'd be like one every month. Why am I helping you? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say... <laughs> hang on, who am I comparing it to? Xhaka. Xhaka, yeah. Mm. But Xhaka's, Xhaka's not been in the game that long. That's the thing. So that's what he you've has. got to say as well. He joined the Premier League in like 2015. Yeah, I know, but how long was Skirtle in? Uh... 
they're probably about the same length I, I would say i reckon i think so yeah really yeah g- g- genuinely honestly i think they're probably about the same length i think scale was like f- six or seven years yeah well on that merit fucking jack is a red card bandit so i'm <sighs> i'm gonna say skirtle yeah yeah i'm gonna say i can confirm that martin skirtle now this is the biggest gap has three fewer red cards than Granite Xhaka. That one really surprised me, to be honest. Oh, does that mean I lose? It's one all, yeah. But don't worry, I've got a tiebreaker. Okay. So, legendary, I think, Everton player, hard man, whatever the fuck you want to call him, Duncan Ferguson. Yeah. Dunky Ferg. Mm. He had a certain number of red cards in the Premier League, and whoever answers first, like, whatever your answer is, Whatever you answer with, that's your answer. You lock it in. So you both answer at the same time. And I want you to guess how many red cards he had in the Premier League. Okay. Six. Michael's gone for six. He's gone early. Okay, can I just say, I let Michael go first because I didn't know what... I I could have said 35. I had no idea. I don't know either. It's just guess a number. (laughs) I know, but like six is like a, a, a good career number of reds. I didn't know where on that list... like. It could have been hundreds. I, I don't know where we're talking here. So I'm going to say, you said six, Duncan Ferguson. Kind of that would be more than a hundred. I'm just going <laughs> to... I'll give you that much. <laughs> yeah. I'll no, give no, you that much. This is what I'm saying. I didn't know where to like pin the dice. I didn't know where... Right. Like I didn't know... Mm. I had no frame of reference for what's a good number of red cards. Like I didn't know. Okay. I know Gary Lineker never got one. Mm. I is that an achievement? I don't know. I'm going to say... I'm going to say four. No, oh, that's not enough. Oh, fuck. I should have said eight. <laughs> Four's none. Four's like none. Like, fucking, probably, I don't know. I'm sorry, but four. Bender's probably got more reds four than four. Four is your final answer. Yeah, well, it has to be, doesn't it? Leighton Baines probably has four. I think you'd be surprised how little red cards these guys have got. Duncan Ferguson accumulated over his entire Premier League career exactly eight red cards so oh, michael wins yeah i knew i should have said eight i knew i should have in said fact yes. he had he had the joint highest red cards really in the premier league so eight was the joint highest patrick Vieira also shares that with eight red cards roy Keane seven vinnie jones seven joey barton six vidic six and granite jack of four which makes skirtle mm. one one red card mm. that really surprised me. I, I yeah, I would have got the skirt one right because I know he scored way more own goals than he got red cards. <laughs> <laughs> He's out and got every week, mate. <laughs> I just googled just for my own personal interest, and you know I wasn't cheating because I didn't get any of them right. Mm. Do you know how many career red cards Sergio Ramos has? Thirty. Uh, Ten or eleven? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy wow. shit! He also has. Do you want to guess how many um, career yellows he has? Ah, uh, so he's got 26 reds, so that's automatically he's got like 50, so like 150. 120. 262. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god, he's probably only made like 600 appearances, that's like one in three. Wow. Yeah. That's insane, Wow. It? A lot of match bands. 200. Crikey. What a legend. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure Messi's never had a club red card he's only ever been sent off once in his career it was his debut for argentina wasn't it and it was, it was his debut for argentina yeah what happened bad challenge he just Messi came on and challenges. bad challenge yeah but it was i don't think you think it like it's very content it's not even that bad it's like a bit of like oh that should be a yellow first or whatever it was yeah didn't he get another red for argentina like somewhat recently and people were 
drudging up that stat. Yeah, I think maybe he did, actually. That's why I was, like, doubting myself slightly, but, yeah. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Right. I am ready to start the clock. Are you ready, Michael? Yes. Right, I'm starting the clock in three, two, one, go. Ardman. Ardman. Wallace and Gromit. Sean the Sheep. Yep. Morph. Yeah, good joke. Good joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> that wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be like 20 minutes before we recorded <laughs> when I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little light bulb goes off. Ardman. Oh my God, this is brilliant. It's because Leo, Leo said to me, he was like, you remember that one, Daddy? The man went to the moon and it was cheese. And I was like, Leo, you were a fucking genius. It's <laughs> right down. You can write. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you forget he wrote, he wrote on the wall in his own shit. Uh, Just, and it's, Ardman. It's, like, it's barely intelligible, but he understands it somehow. <laughs> that there's, that, there's, a, there's a shitty handprint on his bedroom wall. And he looked at it, and he's like, oh, it's morph. (laughs) (laughs) He like, he puts his own hand on it, and he remembers, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. All right, okay, moving on from that. Serious suggestions this time. Serious time, right. So I thought Danny Dyer, Russ Kemp, Liam Neeson. That was Jen's suggestion. He's like, um, what's the quote? I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but it. I would find you and I will get you. <laughs> that's <laughs> not the accent. <laughs> so I thought about them. I also thought about Foxy. 
from SAS Who Dares Wins. He's very hard. He was in the SAS. That's pretty hard. He also did a TV show about the Mexican cartel where he's just like squatting behind a wall while a cartel member's like decapitated head and like limbs and stuff are like all in the road. And he's just like, oh, fucking hell, this is a bit interesting, isn't it? And there's like, all of a sudden like gunshots start happening and the cameraman's like huddling behind a car, like shitting himself. And Foxy's just like peering over like going, oh, bloody hell, that was a bit of commotion. And I just, that moment it sucked me. I thought, that's hard. You are very hard. I would be very terrified. Uh oh. So I thought of those guys and I was like, nah. And then I thought about Jay from The Inbetweeners. Because he did famously knock out a cow. Rasputin definitely never knocked out a cow. And his dad played in a private poker tournament with the Cray Twins. Interesting. That's pretty hard. But then I was like, well, nah. And the thing that linked all these people together was they're all on television. Mm. And I thought, how hard really are you if you're just like on TV? You're just. There's a part of that that's playing up to the cameras. Even Ross Kemp with the fucking gun thing going, well, you're not going to kill me. It's on television. You don't know. You know, mm. it could all be an act. Like Liam Neeson's actually not solid, is he? He's an actor. Yeah. Jay from The Inbetweeners is made up. And then I thought, this is my serious suggestion now. This was going to be my pick up until yesterday when I all of a sudden changed my mind. Okay. The Willstone Raider. <laughs> if you want some, I'll give it you. Is there a video of him being arrested? Yeah, he won't get arrested. No, he's been arrested. You've not seen that video where someone's like filming him and just being like, oh, you want some? And he's just being arrested by the police. <laughs> Why did he get arrested for? I don't fucking know. Hello, listeners. It's me. Vinny from the future, otherwise known as the editor for this episode. I'm just pumping in to say that the Wellstone Raider was arrested on suspicion of being drunk and disorderly during England's 4-0 win against Ukraine in the last Euros competition of footballing extravaganza. That is all. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Smiley face. Ah, chin up. (laughs) Um, Anyway, well, (laughs) he is hard. If you want some, I'll give it you. And, you you know, uh, I, I don't want to be a hipster, but I knew of the Wilson Raider before it was viral. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, I, seriously, I did. That's not what... I don't but that's care. Not, why are you even bragging <laughs> about it? No, I'm not care. bragging about it. I really don't care. But what I mean is, I, I already was in love with it, and then it got really popular, and I was like, oh, everyone loves it. And then he went for Christmas number one in 2014, and unfortunately he came fifth, and he got beaten by Ed Sheeran and fucking the X Factor Summit. So I was like, Right, it, that's not very hard. And then yesterday, Seb, for some reason, when you texted the group chat and said, I know who I've picked, a flash of light and an epiphany came over me. And I was like, I've got it. Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> no, it's a, this is a real person. I know who it is. <laughs> I don't know if we want to stop and dissect that or just carry on. <laughs> Anyway, so I really, I just had an epiphany. I, mean, I know who it is now. Like, and this guy, you would have every single one of these in a fight on this list. All of them. You'd have them all. Uh, definitely. And Seb can bang on about Rasputin, but this guy's actually solid. Like, he will fight with his fists. He's hard. And there's only one question that you need to ask yourself if you want to find out who this fella is. And that question is this. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Do you know who I am? (laughs) Vinny, do you know who I am? Who are you? Ronnie Pickering. (laughs) It's Ronnie Pickering. Who's Ronnie Pickering? Ronnie Pickering! 
Right, you've got to watch the video. We've just got to pause. You've got to watch the video. It's not going to make any sense. A few moments later. So, okay. Who is Ronnie Pickering, or are you going to get into that? Who is Ronnie Pickering? Well, on the 21st of September 2015, a video emerged of an altercation between a motorcyclist and the hardest man to have ever lived. And this video was world famous because the biker survived. (laughs) Somehow. He's the only living survivor of Ronnie Pickering. (laughs) So what happens in the video? Well, biker being a classic biker, driving very respectfully, overtakes the car, and little does he know, every time there's a red Picasso behind you, you might actually be in front of Ronnie Pickering. So Ronnie Pickering starts beeping the horn and hurling abuse at this very respectful motorbike driver and the motorbike rider, he takes the bait, he bites back, and he should never have done that. So they get around the corner, and then all of a sudden, the car, the red Picasso, the infamous red Picasso, speeds past the biker, he pulls his window down, and an altercation happens. And this is the first introduction we get to Ronnie Pickering. Ronnie says, There's no need for that. Biker, what? You, you, you gun. Classic. Classic line. <laughs> Ronnie is so hard, he doesn't even acknowledge what he's done. It's just him. You. You are the problem. You know what is no need for that. You, your existence, no need for that. Anyway, he then asks the biker the infamous line. Do you know who I am? Biker, do I care? Well, you will when I pull up. Come on then, who are you then? Ronnie Pickering. Who? Ronnie Pickering. Who? Ronnie Pickering. (laughs) Who the fuck's that? Me, I am. Exactly. He's Ronnie Pickering. And he (laughs) he has just awoken the devil. Talk about goat villain being Sauron, nah. It might actually be Ronnie Pickering. <laughs> it's superb. So he asks Ronnie if he's someone famous. Oh, what an idiot. Of course he's someone famous. He's Ronnie Pickering. You get it now? We're all gonna... Ronnie Pickering. So, he tries to ride away. You don't get away from Ronnie Pickering that easily. Ronnie follows again. He pulls the window down and they start spatting some more stuff. Ronnie then asks him a question which I, I, I still, to this day, all these years later, I have no idea how this man survived. He says the words, let's have a bare knuckle then. What's that going to prove? You. I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> that's what that's going to prove. <laughs> Ronnie has only ever been schooled in one school, and that's the school of hard knocks and bare knuckle fighting. He, cannot sp- even, he can't speak English fluently, and he doesn't need to. Because any problem Ronnie ever faces, he deals with with one thing. His fists. Bare knuckle fists. Exactly. Vinny, you're getting it. Bare knuckle fists. He doesn't need words. What are words, anyway? Writing. Do we need it? No. All we need is bare knuckle fighting. And he keeps telling him, let's have a bare knuckle fight. So I can show you who I am. They go back and forth. Ronnie's saying, you're an idiot, man. Why am I? Ronnie, then reasonably calm at this point. It's just, he's getting frustrated with the patter from the man. Why am I an idiot? Why am I a dickhead? What are you on about? Oh, you're hard. And he just very calmly says, we can have a fight or what? (laughs) Because he just wants to get down to the point. Straight to the point. Are we going to have a fight or what? Like, like, what are we going to do? Because I'll take you around the corner and he says, I'll put you in an infirmary. He barely says in an an, an infirmary because it's, you know, for us non-English speaking folk, it's quite hard to say in an infirmary. 
He just wants to get straight to the point. He wants to take this biker around the corner and smash his fucking head in. He knows what he wants, and he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Every single time before, he's got it. He's, this is not the first time. This is the only time documented evidence of an attack like this has ever been filmed, because he's the only living survivor of Ronnie Pickering, this geezer. Seriously, that's a fact. So, after some more ooh, ah, you're hard, he then tells Ronnie later, I'll show you on YouTube, I'll show you on YouTube later how hard you are. And eventually, Ronnie, I had no idea why, at that point he leaves. I think he realises, fuck, I've been, I've been rumbled. I've killed all these geezers with bare knuckle fighting, and now this guy's gonna, oh, he's got a camera. He's gonna fuck, he's gonna put it on YouTube, I'm exposed, I'm done. He doesn't know what the camera is to be on with. Hey? To begin with, he doesn't know what the camera is. He starts going, what, with that little thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what he it is. He thinks it's a he's weapon. Like, he thinks what? it's a weapon. What? But the word YouTube triggers his brain because he's watched bare knuckle fighting tutorials on YouTube to hone his skills. So he hears YouTube, he sees the ah uh, re- realization. Fuck, mm. this guy's going to expose me, and now everyone's going to know who I am. I'm Ronnie Pickering. He sees the magical picture machine. So he did put it on YouTube, and years later, the video has now amassed over 16 million views on YouTube way more probably across all platforms and facebook and everything else and the countless memes probably hundreds of millions on facebook hundreds of millions like you didn't know who ronnie pickering was but i bet you'd heard the name ronnie pickering without knowing what that video was nope that's unbelievable (sighs) you are a lucky man yeah geez he's terrifying and in this year in fact british heritage commemorated ronnie pickering and this this very rare occurrence with a blue plaque outside the incident where ronnie pickering let this guy live and the blue plaque of heritage says ronnie pickering 2015 became an internet sensation near here from his red picasso did they actually do that yeah they solidified this this set i'm telling you ronnie pickering is the hardest man ever to have lived and the fact this guy survived blows everything out of the water they commemorated it with a blue plaque what a waste of money they put up a blue (laughs) plaque for ronnie pickering Yeah, they could have done anything with that money. They could have bought footballs for underprivileged no, kids. No, 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 because everybody should know that someone survived Ronnie Pickering there, and to beware of red citron Picassos. How are you supposed to educate people to not get battered in bare knuckles without putting up plaques, Seb? <laughs> Do you want people to get battered in bare knuckles by Ronnie Pickering? Yes or no? No. Then you need a plaque. So shut up. Right. See, I've been watching so much Ronnie Pickering. I'm all riled up. So much Ronnie Pickering. I've been studying Ronnie Pickering. He's got a Twitter account. Does he? He tweets very rarely. He said in 2020, life is really shit at the moment, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Was he out there trying to? Was he trying to bare knuckle box COVID? Probably. The thing is, is, I think everybody was in everything. Everybody was in quarantine, so there's no one to bare knuckle. (laughs) Yeah, he goes out the streets. Fuck is that, Ron? He's like in the local park on the top of the thing, just like, I'm Ronnie Pickering! <laughs> exactly. Now, why is Ronnie the goat? Well, he's a real man. He's real. There's, no, there's actually no fakery about Ronnie. He really is that hard that he's willing to challenge random people to bare knuckles. I know we're laughing at it, but that video is real. It's not Rasputin pretending he's Jesus and shagging a load of people. It's not Danny Dyer going, oh, I'm dirty done. I'm the hardest man alive, but actually I'm Ronnie Stenders. A la Ross Kemp, a la the geezer who plays Phil Mitchell, a la Jay from The Inbetweeners. Ronnie Pickering exists, and if you piss him off in real life, straight up, he will bare-knuckle you, and he will put you in an infirmary. 100% he will. 
Nice. And the fact this guy survived the altercation is a miracle. I can't, I can't understate it enough. The <laughs> fact this guy drove away and put this video on YouTube, we shouldn't even be sat here talking about it. He should be dead. He should be straight up gone. He should be in an infirmary. He should be in an infirmary. And Ronnie's, yeah, he's not some actor playing up to a camera. He's a proper hard man. And he probably drives the stupid, the you know, the le- the least hard man car ever, the red Picasso. But he makes it fucking intimidating. Next, every time I see one, I shoot myself. Every time, every single time I see a Picasso, I'm like, whoa. Whereabouts was Ronnie Pickering again? Somewhere up north. <laughs> but where's the plaque? Hull. I think it's Hull. I'm pretty sure it's Hull. Yeah, it sounds like Hull. Yeah, I think it's Hull. <laughs> from what I've from what I know of Hull, that sounds like it would happen in Hull. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen altercation videos like this on YouTube before, but usually if there's a woman involved in it, she's always screaming, stop, stop, it's not worth it, you know, all this stuff, which is good, rational behaviour. But in this video, his missus is sat in the car the whole time, and she's just thinking, gotta let him do it, here we go, just let him get on with it. It's just Ronnie being Ronnie, it's the man I love, and I love him for it. He's gonna bare knuckle this fella, and he's gonna smash him to pieces. In fact, I'm, I can guarantee she was more pissed off that he didn't batter that guy and put him in an in, infirmary. In, in and the fact that video got on YouTube. Do you know what I can guarantee? Is that he slapped her about so much she knows not to fucking talk. That's what I was thinking as well, no. yeah. They definitely went home and he took his anger out on her or something. No. 100%. Fucked up like that. He is an abuser. No, 100%. he's not. He you is. Look that. at the guy. He bare knuckles people in the street. If he's willing to bare knuckle box random scooter riders, yeah. there's no way he hasn't tried to take one to his wife. There's no way. I think you're making a massive assumption about Ronnie's character. He's a hard man, but he's not a woman beater. Give the man a break. He's Ronnie Pickering. He'll <laughs> <laughs> bare knuckle box anyone. <laughs> Any man. Any man. Also, can I just say, mm-hmm. and I don't want to buy into this, and please, Michael, I'm going to say something now, and don't do the thing that you want to do when I say this, okay? Right. Who is Ronnie Pickering? Is he someone before this video? No. Does he have any kind of reputation? Why does this man feel that he can shout, I'm Ronnie Pickering at people? That's the enigma. If you Google it, you won't find any evidence. But clearly, he's got a reason for telling people, I'm Ronnie Pickering. And that's because he does this all the time. He smashes people to fuck all the time. So he's not like a bare knuckle boxer or something? I don't know. He's Ronnie Pickering. If you're willing to bare knuckle you in the street, he'll have you. Stop saying he's Ronnie Pickering and just give me a straight answer. <laughs> that is what, a straight answer. What is Ronnie Pickering? What does he do? I don't know. He just is. Let's say, listen, it's all encompassing. But he's got to do something. He can't have the the gall to shout, I'm Ronnie Pickering at someone without that meaning something. Look, I've been Googling this all day. And all I can say is he's Ronnie Pickering. I don't know. Stop saying he's Ronnie Pickering. I don't know. There's There's nothing about him anywhere. Do you know what? I started to get a bit like, I laughed at it in my head for a minute. And then it started to make me sad. Yeah. That one day, all three of us will be lying on our deathbeds. Mm. Like our grandchild will hold our hand and go, oh, granddad, I (laughs) wish I had an extra hour with you. And we'll say... Oh, sorry, I wasted that debating who was harder, Rasputin or Ronnie Pickering. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, it would not have taken Ronnie Pickering that long to kill Rasputin. <laughs> because he is the true goat hard man. He is Ronnie Pickering. I'm dumb. Okay. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah, I have <laughs> never heard of Ronnie Pickering until now, and now I'm almost a bit sad that I know of this, <laughs> this man and his uh, definitely abused wife. No. Fuck, that wasn't the car. Maybe it was She puts the window down know. for him. She's like, oh, better let him have another go, you know, because he's got to do Yeah, because she's probably terrified of what he's going to do <laughs> no. to her if she fucking doesn't. <laughs> Look, right. No, he doesn't. I don't think he does beat her up. I would be. I would. I wouldn't pick him. <laughs> oh, if I thought no, you you, nobody knows. Reason. That's the thing. Nobody fucking knows because there's nothing else yeah. on the internet about it. I wouldn't have picked him if I thought he did. Or you just didn't think about of it. Of course, I thought yeah. about <laughs> it. But I wouldn't have picked him if I thought he genuinely did. I think he's just a fucking. Well, he's obviously he's a goat art man. He's a lunatic. He's a danger to society. <laughs> <laughs> he needs medical intervention. The fact that for six years on. Nothing's happened to Ronnie Pickering is a worry. He shouldn't be walking around. He shouldn't have Twitter. It's, that's insane. Mm. Apparently he's on TikTok. Donate to Patreon and we'll make an entire documentary called Finding Ronnie. <laughs> oh, I would fucking love that. that would be we'll so go find good. Ronnie Pickering and we'll let him tell his side of the story. And it's 2022, so he'll be like, oh, I've just had my mental health problems. <laughs> And then it'll be like Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there'll be a whole comeback around and it will win sports personality. Right. I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> We've got to give Vinny time. He's got the hardest decision to have, to have made in his entire life here. I just got to say, I, I'm pretty disappointed neither of you picked who I think is the goat hard man. And that is obviously the prisoner, Charles Bronson. I nearly did do Charles Bronson. I but... love Charles Bronson. Mm. I think he's a really fantastic figure. And probably, I would say he's the, the odd man of mm. ever, the goat odd man. But I can't decide, unfortunately. I mean, you can decide, but you have to decide between Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of life. <laughs> what are you about? <laughs> We've all learned something today. We learned Rasputin killed a cat, and now Vinny knows who Ronnie Pickering is. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, all right, okay, so I've got to make a decision. Yes. Yeah. My decision is between Rasputin, who is a Russian magician, healer, man, who had sex with half of Russia's elite, the females, that is, and possibly, maybe, maybe not, also the queen, and also he didn't die until he died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't die for ages. Ronnie Pickering is still alive. You couldn't go through half of what Rasputin... You'd die at the first fucking cyanide cupcake, mate. Mm. So I have to pick between that and some fucking internet meme from seven years ago <laughs> of some man who clearly beats his wife Mm-mm. and is probably a massive cunt. <laughs> I have picked my answer and I feel like this isn't particularly a weird choice for me to have made. I feel like nine times out of ten, everyone would pick this choice. <laughs> And I'm going to have to award the goat hard man to a Russian man named Rasputin. Yes! Because Ronnie Bakerin just seems a bit unhinged. <laughs> and that's, he doesn't seem hard. He just seems unhinged and weird. <laughs> I do think, like, the thing about a hard man is, like, some people do see them as, like, they might protect me. Whereas I do think <laughs> Ronnie Pickering just looks like a public menace. He yeah. looks terrifying. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say Rasputin protects me either, like, but... No, that's true. I think he's a better shout basically oh i think i've been robbed so hard here oh you have 
honestly, honestly, when I thought, but last night when I was like, I've got Seb triggered me, it's Roddy Pickering, I was like so happy. I was like, I've won this so badly. He's just internet famous, known for being hard. <laughs> I'm embarrassed that I triggered that thought. <laughs> also, I'm going to stop saying you've Gandalfed it and you have now officially no, Ronnie Pickering no. it. Pickering it. <laughs> He's Pickering it. <laughs> this is the new Gandalf, is it? Uh, Ronnie Pickering's the new Gandalf. Ronnie Pickering. New Gandalf. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I think it's time to end it. Yeah, well done, gang. I don't think we've got any any news. No new patrons. If you like the show, if you want to show your gratitude, go and pledge to us on Patreon. It really does help us out. allows us to pay for all the software we use and spend our time researching this fucking drivel. Mm. And if you don't have five quid to spare, totally get it. But do have a think about following us on Instagram or even better, telling one of your mates about the show. It really is like a massive deal. We've started to hit almost triple figures every single week now. We're coming after Joe Rogan. Yeah, oh, I should have picked Joe Rogan as a hard man. Oh god, there's so many. It's... <laughs> and you, you decided to pick fucking Ronnie Pickering and Rasputin. <laughs> there were so many <laughs> actual choices. The worst bit is both me and Michael. I know for a fact that when I was writing mine, I was like, "This is fantastic." Yeah, this is the <laughs> obvious choice. Yeah, this. What I was thinking, I was like, "It's a bit left field," but you can't dispute Ronnie Pickering is fucking solid. Like, I was like, "This is gold, man. This is this is top quality content." If we get 100 patrons, I promise I will go and find Ronnie Pickering by myself or with these two boys. I will go and find them and I'll interview Ronnie Pickering. I don't want to be in the same room as that unhinged man. <laughs> well, I'll do it. <laughs> that, that is. I'll, I'll, I'll take one for the team. Also, in all seriousness, if you want to watch this, if you thought this sounded funny and you thought that'd be good to watch, subscribe to our Patreon. We're going to start putting the full videos unless we say something really racist and we have to cut it out. <laughs> You're going to see the whole video bar all the really, really bad stuff <laughs> on Patreon. So go do that. If you want to watch this, not listen to it, sub to Patreon, five quid. Mm. You get to fucking watch the whole video. Toilet breaks and all. Toilet breaks and all. Michael's got his cock out. Breathing, fucking ums, ahs, coughing, all the great stuff. Slapping, gurgling. Drinks, <laughs> not, not, not semen, you know terrible unfunny tangents that go nowhere <laughs> <laughs> you really the don't want to miss this <laughs> anyway but in all seriousness we should fucking end this dribble now on that note if we've got nothing else to say let's fucking end the show and come back next week where we'll be discussing something really good do we know what it is no just believe us believe us it's really uh, something good. really good it's gonna be great and um tell you mates love you bye love you bye love you bye flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.